Fantasy Baseball Disrupted is back. We, which is to say I, have returned to my sloppily produced podcast after taking several months off to watch my beloved Patriots try to win their seventh championship, which they failed at. So, I just wanted to chime in on some early thoughts on the Astros and Red Sox, uh, the two cheating scandals that is really connected by Alex Cora, and the impact on the hitters' values um, going forward of of those two teams, Um, not necessarily of the players that are on there now, but who was on the Astros in 2017, 18, and uh, the Red Sox in 2018. Um, I forget who first tweeted it out, but huge disparities in that 2017 postseason uh, during home and away stats, um, indicating perhaps that um, you know the cheating was definitely impacting the game uh, right away. There were huge disparities. That said, they're going up against aces, okay? Or, you know, number two, number three guys, the entire postseason. Um, the playoffs are super emotional, the crowd's into it. Uh, I mean, that affects your physiology. There are going to be some home away splits, uh, regardless of, you know, or, or aside from cheating. Um, that said, I think it's real. I think it did. It did affect uh, some of these numbers pretty significantly, um, just going off of what everyone else already knows. Um, But, you know, you look at a a guy like Mookie, uh, who had a year that in 2017 that made us all question who should be drafted first uh, in the um, in the 2018 fantasy draft or made, made some people question. Anyway, I catapulted him from like 15th, 20th to um, to second, third, or fourth, um, or fifth. So let's talk about that. Here's, here's the problem with it. The Red Sox and the Astros have not been discovered by uh, videotape or something systematic some systematic investigation that the league um, has conducted um, of all teams. It has come about from people who, um, and I don't like the term uh, snitch, because uh, how about you don't commit a crime? But um, it's come about from the people, um, you know, who spoke uh, to authorities or whatever, um, and snitched, I guess, uh, from, uh, you know, past players or, or past employees of, of the organizations. So it's not like they did the, the, um, major league baseball, you know, has an ongoing investigation or they're monitoring the use of, you know, the replay room or, or whatever. And they only found the Astros and Red Sox to be doing it. Okay. It's like the report the steroid report back in, I don't know, 2000 something. And it had 10 of the 22 or 20, 10 of the 22 people on the list or whatever were Yankees. Um, well, 
Yeah, I mean, you talk to that Macna, Macna, Macnamy, whatever. You talk to that dude. You talk to some New York snitches, and that's how they got their their information. So, you know, I don't think that 50% of the people using steroids in the league back in the early 2000s were on the Yankees. Um, so there, the point is there's a disproportionate amount of attention being given to the Astros and the Red Sox. And if the Astros and Red Sox are doing it, although there is that link between um, or with Alex Cora, but if they're doing it, there's a pretty good chance other teams are doing it. The Yankees uh, got fined uh, or punished somehow, as well as the Red Sox, for doing some sort of um, using technology to, to steal signs in, in uh, was it 2016-17. Um, and so there are three teams right there. Yeah, they've been the best teams in the last three, four years in the American League, but um, I, I would venture to say that for whatever reason they got targets on their back, maybe from disgruntled employees, players, whatever. It's not really a big story if the Royals do it um, and get caught. The same way, you know, a Patriots cheating scandal turns into this enormous thing and, uh, and uh, what is it, Atlanta gets to pump fake crowd noise uh, into their football stadium when the opposing team is on offense to uh, impede communication and that just gets a small fine and no one calls them cheaters. So I think it's a little overblown. I don't think it's just the Red Sox and the Astros doing it. That said, the evidence is pretty convincing or, you know, what evidence? I mean, it's, it's people coming forward telling the same story. So that you know, as long as the reports are true that there are three different people coming forward and talking about the Red Sox um, and telling a, a similar or the same story um, independent of each other, you know, aside from... So, you know, we think maybe it's more widespread than just the Astros, Yankees, and Red Sox. That said, we know that the Astros, Yankees, and Red Sox um, ha- have, have done it to some extent. All right, the Red Sox in their World Series year regular season and, and the Astros during the um, 2017 uh, season and uh, postseason. So we do know that. And we do have some disparities um, in numbers. But then you get people, you know, ex-ball players on sports talk radio that talk about, you know, I, I don't want to know. They say they don't want to know what's coming. It'll screw them up. Um, or, uh, you know, like how, how reliable is it? That's another thing people aren't talking about. How reliable, um, was the accuracy of, um, the indications with banging the trash can or whatever, that it was going to be a curveball, that it was going to be a fastball. We don't know. We don't know if it was 99% or, or 70. Um, but, you know, digesting all of that, right? I think I'm going to stay away from Red Sox and Yankees hitter, uh, Red Sox and Astros hitters. The Yankees, they seem to just dabble in it. Um, but I, I think I'm going to stay away from them. If for no other reason, all right, that these, these teams have been caught. They know they've been caught, whether they've been punished yet or not. Um, they've been caught. They will not be doing it. They will not be doing anything close if they're smart at all. They won't be doing anything close to it. Even something they are 99% sure will not be detected. Um, Because it wasn't detected in the first place. It was just rats. 
So they can't do it now. Those are the only two teams right now that can't do it. Okay? Someone who is running the same operation in uh, Milwaukee, they'll say, hey, you know, we've had success for seven years doing it our way. We treat people right. We won't get ratted on. You know, maybe they think that way. And so they continue it. And if they say they get caught, well, at least we weren't the poster, you know, children for it. You know, the Astros and the Red Sox were. And we'll take a million dollar fine and a couple of draft picks. You know, what are draft picks in in the uh, Major League Baseball? Right? They're not impact players. So, you know, there are going to be 30 teams probably doing this to some extent, bending the rules or approaching it, and there are going to be two teams that aren't. And those two teams are the Red Sox and the Astros. And that's big. The other thing, the other reason I would lean toward this being um, a significant story as far as impact on fantasy baseball is that I forgot the first part of my sentence and what I was going to say. The other reason is... I'm not, I'm not going to edit this out either. The other reason is what? Come on, come on. We're talking about the other... Oh, yeah. The, uh, the Red Sox and Astros hitters. Man, I mean, there's something like the Patriots have a target on their back and they get uh, the best from whatever teams. The Red Sox and, Yan- uh, Red Sox and Astros hitters are going to have targets on their backs from every opposing pitcher. Because a sign-stealing system that isn't from, like, you know, being sneaky or checking it from second base or something, but using technology, that's legitimate cheating, and you are affecting millionaires' salaries going forward, meaning you're affecting the performance of pitchers unbelievably um, if, you know, if we think it's uh, as helpful as uh, most people do. Um, and so, I mean, it, it's like a guy who's tipping his pitches every time he plays, you know, every game he plays against that team or those two teams. Um, and so they are 100% going to go after um, the uh, Red Sox and, uh, and Astros hitters. I think, um, I, I, I think, and, and, you know, like people are like, oh, well, what are they going to do? Have a better slider or... Yeah throw five miles per hour faster because they're pissed off, well, it, they'll have increased concentration. Let, let's not, um, you know, underestimate, um, you know, what having a chip on your shoulder can do as far as motivation, increased concentration. It, 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 that, again, changes your physiology and takes you possibly to um, a place, a different level of physiology that's more conducive to um, elite performance. Um, then you could have gotten there on your own, um, you know, without without that motivation. So, you know, who do we got? George Springer. Uh, he he was a borderline. He was on his way to being a borderline first rounder, in my opinion. I would take him in the fourth. I would not take him in the third. I'm in a 14 team league. I, I just really wouldn't take him in the third round. Um, and by the way, he's. He's never going to steal 10 bases again. Altuve, declining skill set, especially with the legs, would not take him um, in the first two rounds. I'd take him in the third round. He's always been an amazing hitter. Um, Who else we got? Bregman. I'd be weary of Bregman because he's real new. He's real new. And we don't know how long they were doing it. The report is 
Astros were doing this in 2017. Plus, Bregman's one of those guys that if he if he look, listen, man, you start losing your prime at about 25. They say 27 is the end of your prime. Uh, they're they're finding now. And as he starts to get there, kind of like Mookie Betts, these power guys that are impossibly favorable ballparks, um, and but they're small. Um, and Bregman really doesn't have speed to his game. I think he might have stolen 20 bases, whatever. You're not counting on Bregman for stolen bases, but a small guy like that, you know, he gets a lot of cheapies, a lot of cheap home runs that, you know, he hit the ball as hard as he could and, and, uh, and it just made it out. Um, also, you know, he's got that left field uh, mini monster in uh, Houston. Um, I would stay away from Bregman. I don't think he's a top three round guy. I really don't with, with this news. Mookie Betts, excuse me, I'm particularly uh, harsh on because he's been so inconsistent. Um, and, uh, you know, unless he's had a guy hitting, uh, hitting behind him or a few guys hitting behind him, uh, the year Poppy left, I think after that he hit, you know, 250, 20 homers, 20 stolen bases. Um, he's a he's a small guy, excuse me, um, who's, you know, might be, he's definitely in his prime, but, you know, uh, seemed to have been aided in 2018 um, by their cheating and, you know, might be a candidate to, you know, he's going to level off at, I don't know, 279, 29 homers, you know, 130 runs, but that's just the lineup he's in, and he's got speed, and, you know, 15, 15 stolen bases. I don't think he is a top uh, three round guy. Um, you know, the reports are that the Red Sox did not do it this year and did do it in 2018, um, so you have to give credence to Xander Bogarts. you got to say he's legit. Um, you have to give uh, a lot of a lot of credibility to the numbers of that pudgy-faced kid, Raphael Devers, uh, because he exploded in the year that they weren't cheating, apparently. Uh, but I would stay away from that lefty white dude in left field. Um, what's his? Uh, what's he? he? Has some pun for a last name? Benintendi, like I've been intending to. Yeah, I mean Benintendi. I think. I, I would say he is what he is, 15 and 15, 275, something like that. Um, we've seen enough of him, parts of, I think, four seasons. So, And he took a dip. He took a significant dip when there was no reason to do that. Uh, when a lot of people thought he was a candidate for, you know, maybe a, a second-tier breakout. Um, so, you know, you know what this does, though, uh, make you question it makes you question what the Astros were doing to make their pitchers so damn good. Um, you know, you can't steal signs from a hitter, but, you know, you go there and all of a sudden, you know, Wade Miley is, you know, in top five in ERA uh, halfway through the season or three-quarters of the way through the season, along with Verlander resurrects his career. Uh, who's their other dude there? Yeah, Garrett Cole. I mean... Come on, man. Is it Charlie Morton. You go there and friggin' bikers, bicyclists, they go right through stop signs at a four-way stop. I would like to hit one just to accidentally just to uh, prove them, uh, you know, teach them a lesson. Anyway, um, 
yeah, I mean, too many examples of pitchers going to the Astros and, and uh, you know, eating their secret sauce, uh, whatever that is. We know the hitting aspect of it is, is out-and-out cheating, and we don't know how unique that is to the Astros or Sox, but we do know they cheated. Um, I'm not going to stay away from pitchers. I just I can't see a way where they were cheating and nobody said anything. Um, I, I don't know. It's just... But uh, but I would stay away from Astros hitters and, and Red Sox hitters, except Devers and um, and um, and Xander Bogarts, and also uh, the little dude, the little five six dude on the Astros. Man, I'm I'm losing my uh, ability to remember names. Obviously, uh, what's his name? Like James Schumacher. Come on, somebody help me out. What is it? Uh, what's his stupid little name? He's 5'6", Ortiz. Anyway, um, you know, I would I would draft him for for some power, and uh, obviously he's an elite, you know, contact. Uh, he's an elite uh, average hitter and, and on base and so forth, and uh, I don't think he's going to be nothing for speed. I think he'll steal 10 bases, but... Um, yeah, so those are my thoughts. Those are my early thoughts on uh, the Astros and Sox. Uh, for the most part, stay away, um, except for guys who proved that they were good hitters, you know, uh, during periods of time where it looks like their teams weren't cheating. Makes sense to me. Okay, I'll be back to uh, talk about some uh, redraft impact uh, rookies uh, and also... Uh, prospects, rather, and also um, dynasty uh, fantasy prospects. There are a couple of guys. I'll just put them out now. Andrew Vaughn and uh, Wander Franco. I mean, everyone knows Wander Franco, but Andrew Vaughn is another guy, and they both have elite, at least for their age, elite um, walk-to-strikeout ratios in the minor leagues. And... Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's what I'm like. I mean, I'm in an OBP league, but also, you know, they're not going to be victimized uh, by, you know, too many, uh, too many strikeouts or what uh, Yohan Moncada or Luis Robert will probably go through. Um, Joe Adele will probably go through some average uh, challenges in the major leagues due to his uh, strikeout rate. So, uh, you know, those guys, uh, Wander Franco and Andrew Vaughn, more for the 2021 season. Um, I believe the rules are different for the September call-up. I think you only have one one player, right, for September. So, uh, yeah, I'll get going on that uh, when it gets closer to draft time. <laughs>